Broadcasting over the Universal Wide Web. The flagship of the NWCZ Radio Empire. This is the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Heard here every Sunday, 9 to 11 p.m. on NWCZRadio.com and throughout the week on all our syndicated stations. Want to thank them for carrying the big program. Thank you for listening. We always appreciate it. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. Susan and the ladies. I'm on one. It's good to have everybody along. we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, Tacoma's newest rock band, Anti-Hero, will be on a little bit later. We're going to Hamilton, Ontario to check in with Death Point. Coming up shortly is Brent Omaker and the Rodeo. They have a brand new EP out that is killer and stellar. And stellar. Yeah. <laughs> but before we move on, first things first, I want you all to email us right away. We're giving stuff away. Lots of stuff. Email us at nwczradio at gmail.com right now. And, Do it. Um, we have, well, I have three, three packs of CDs to give away. Nice. Uh, Daniel G. Harmon, who's going to be on the program next week, is also in a band called uh, Daniel Harmon and the Trouble Starts. He has some new music. He's going to be on the program. Uh, we have three CDs. We have the Trouble Starts East, Daniel G. Harmon, uh, Anthems from the Gentle War, and then da uh, Daniel G. Harmon, and the Trouble Starts Risk CD. All three of them we want to give to you. So I have three pa three of those. Three packs of three Three, three packs. Yes. And I have tickets. Those of you who are in our region, you will want to be at Numo's on uh, March 8th because Afraid of Figs, who will be on the program coming up you know, in a couple of weeks, doing their last ever show. See you later. Bye-bye. Mm. Farewell. Well, seems like a lot of that going around. A lot of really. that going around. It's a bummer, but it's going to be a hell of a show. I'm telling you, you will want to be there. Not only do the tickets get you in, but they get you all of their CDs included. Once you get there, they're going to hand you a bag, and it's got a bunch of swag and the three CDs. Nice. And throughout the show, they are emptying out their entire merch closet Merch closet of everything. They have bobbleheads. They have stickers, T-shirts. Uh, download card, you name it, and it's they're just going to be giving them all away. It's going to be a big crowd. Numos is a great place to hold the show. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have tickets. I have lots of tickets, so don't be shy. Don't think, well, I'm not going to email because they're probably already gone. Email me anyway. We'll get those to you. Do it right now. NWCZRadio@gmail.com. You don't have to answer any questions or anything. Just say, "Hey, give me free stuff or whatever." I want some fig and tickets. And I will. Uh, we'll get back to you fig and ticks. figure out how to get them to you. <laughs> we'll mail them. Uh, we'll mail them to you. And, You'll uh, figure it out. We'll fig. <laughs> You're it out. See, look at you. That's good. I didn't even catch that. Very clever. I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. But apparently, Voxy did. <laughs> That's why you keep me around. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about in the big program. But let's first go out to uh, one. Uh, this is a cat I really enjoy. Now, Vox, you and I, we went to one of his big, the big shows. Yes. Um, he he does throw down when he does the big show. Mm -hmm. It is a spectacle. Oh yeah, it it's is a nice little theatrical, very theatrical, part, very burlesque part, tongue in cheek, Vegasy yeah. kind of. Yeah. 
kind of schmaltzy on one end, but at the same time, it's just That's way great. cool. It's great. And it's great music. And the vibraphone. Yeah, that thing. That dude plays a vibraphone like nobody's business. And I can't believe, as you're going to find out, <coughs> what happened to the vibraphone player. Yeah. Which I... That's not, and finding out that he's an MMA fighter, mm-hmm. that's not the guy you want this to happen right. to. But we'll, we'll discover that in a moment. <laughs> Here he is, the one and only Brent Amaker and the Rodeo. I am not a child. I sing some things. I've been all around, all around, all around. The city is a slave to all the people getting paid. I'm not getting paid enough to make me want to stay. City lights burn way too bright. Country sky with your star. Country Sky by the man in charge, Brent Amaker. That is off of his brand new EP titled Country Sky. And he's on the phone with us. Brent, how are you doing today? I'm great. How's it going? It's going very well. Thanks for joining us here on the big show. You know, we're big fans of yours and uh, and the music you've got going on. Tell us a little bit about this new EP that you've dropped. Well, uh, it's a, you just said it's called Country Sky, and it's five songs uh, that... Uh, we had uh, kind of come to a point where we had released this uh, previous record, Year of the Dragon, and we had some more material. We went into the studio and recorded it, and uh, a lot of times we'll sit on it and wait until we've got a full album, but uh, I was kind of excited about the tunes, and uh, my label, Fen Records, was 
ready to put it out. So we we did an EP. Nice. <laughs> yeah, very nice. It's uh, it's super cool. I love the uh, the cover of it. Um, where did you guys? Is that photoshopped? Or were you guys actually out in a Eastern Washington or the desert somewhere? What's going on there? It's 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 California. It's real. Uh, we were. It's it's funny because we have a photographer that tours with us, um, and uh, we were we were down in uh, California in the Yucca Valley. We we're playing a show at a little place called Pioneer Town, which is kind of out in the desert, and um, we pulled over to just. We, you know, we've got our photographer along. We just pull over random spots when we're driving to take shots. And but that shot um, was actually taken on Cinderella's iPhone, and our photographer is in the picture, and Cinderella is not. So if you look closely, if you look closely at it, there's a guy kind of leaning down with a camera, and, and he's in the shot. So it just turned out cool, so we used it. Yeah, it is. It's very very cool uh, shot. It looks it's very kind of U two ish Joshua Tree like. Yeah, well, that's Yucca Valley is near Joshua Tree, so yeah. that's kind of that. That's a kind of the part of the world that we were in. We were on tour and just pulled over. So, so sometimes tell, you get a nice one when you don't don't expect it. You know. Yeah, uh, tell us how the tour went for you guys. Uh, I know you did a big show. Uh, I believe it was not too long ago at Numos that I saw. I wasn't able to attend, but I saw the pictures. Brent Omaker, if you've never seen him live. It is definitely an experience that you you need to check out. It is it's a phenomenal show. He's a showman extraordinaire. Uh, tell us about the tour. Oh, it's great. You know, it was uh, mostly West Coast, although we did bounce out as far as Flagstaff, Arizona, um, and uh, you know we, we hit a few few dates like Las Vegas and Flagstaff, and uh, but it, it was really a good time. We went down through Los Angeles again, and um, we always. We always have good attendance and some good shows there, and we played a couple of different gigs uh, in Los Angeles and uh, just, uh, you know, did our thing. We've got our 15-passenger van, and we just, you know, book a tour and and live out of the van part of the time, crash on people's floors part of the time, and when we feel like treating ourselves special, we get a hotel. <laughs> Uh yeah well Brent Omaker I I'm surprised you guys are hanging out in a van and I'm, I, you guys seem like uh you know five star hotels all the way to me uh, only when I can get them on Priceline for that fifty percent off <laughs> I do I do like the nice hotels we we we've known to crash in a couple of them there you oh go. come on the girls aren't handing you their hotel keys from the audience during your show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it hasn't quite happened yet. No. See, now, Vegas is a place where I think I would love to see you guys there. I think you that guys, that would be uh, just what you guys have going on with your music, uh, the showmanship and everything. It seems like Vegas would be just, you know, right for you guys. What What's the response there? Uh, we we have a great time. We we all, almost always get uh, good press. We get written about. But I think what a lot of people don't understand about Las Vegas is uh, people that live in Las Vegas to go out to see music, they're not going to see music on the strip. Right. You know, there's, there's, there's a, you know, they've got their independent venues where bands that tour are coming through and playing. And uh, those are the sorts of places that we typically play. So it's not really the full on, we, we do more of a full on Vegas show in Seattle than we do in Las Vegas um, because we can't bring our entire uh light light designer and and bunny doesn't go out on the road with all the shows but it's a whole different thing and it's a lot of fun and and our tour shows are uh i guess you would say they're a little more punk rock uh, stripped down and uh and i and i like i enjoy that version of the band just as much as the big blowout 
kind of uh, shows we do sure. in our hometown. Oh, yeah, I've seen both. They're both, uh, all, all the shows I've seen you guys lay down are phenomenal. Do you take the xylophone on the road with you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually a vibraphone. Vibraphone. And, uh, which, yeah, which is a little bit different than a xylophone. It's much larger, for one thing, <laughs> and it has pedals. And, uh, yeah, Jacques, uh, our vibe player, goes out with us on the tours, and uh, he has... He, you know, he's missed some dates, so we can, you know, we can do a tour with or without him. But uh, we we try to bring him along whenever we can because he's a he's a great addition. He's also a lot of people don't know he's also an ultimate fighter. So oh, wow. he not only plays the vibraphones, but he can break bones. Too. <laughs> it's good to have. It's an interesting <laughs> combination. <laughs> yeah. Doubles as a bouncer. All right, we're talking with Brent Amaker from Brent Amaker and the Rodeo. He has a new EP out. It's called Country Sky. Here's another track off of it. This is Tomorrow. We'll be right back here on The Zone. Don't expect me to please you. I'm on that jet airplane 
we're talking with Brent Amaker. That was his song, Tomorrow. It is off of his uh, brand new EP, Country Sky, which is the follow-up of uh, his CD, Year of the Dragon, which is phenomenal. Where can people pick these up, Brent? Uh, so the best, best thing to do is just get it on iTunes or on Amazon.com or any of your normal uh, digital sources. This, this is actually a digital EP. So uh, uh, you know, it seems like more and more... Uh, the physical product is starting to go away, and I'd like to get this uh, put together uh, as a vinyl release at yeah. some point in the future. Um, but my own my own personal preference is either to have vinyl or just get the download because uh, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of purpose for CDs anymore. Uh, you can get the same quality just by downloading music. Yeah, you're kind of, you're a little old school like I am. I, I love the vinyl as well, and uh, it is very strange how. Uh, CDs, which were supposed to be, you know, take over the world and 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 be the forever thing, are just sort of disappearing, kind of like cassette tapes. What uh, being in the music business and see, looking forward and seeing how things are going, um, what what are you seeing? What do you like? What do you not like about uh, the way product is being put out there? Uh, how people get music and stuff like that. Well, I love the access to music that especially that young people have that I didn't have when I was growing up. Uh, the downside to it is I've always loved vinyl. I've always loved to go into a record store and uh, just kind of browse and discover stuff in the record store. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the record stores have really struggled and some have gone out of business. But, I, but at least in Seattle, it seems like the boutique, the really the kind of record stores I always like to go to, they're surviving and they're selling vinyl and the vinyl is kind of having a comeback. But uh, the digital aspect of things, uh, you know, it's great that a kid in a small town anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world can get on uh, his or her computer and discover all sorts of music from all around the world. And uh, that I think is a really great development because people influence each other and that's how the musicians of tomorrow, uh, you know, learn learn their, I guess, taste in music, and 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 then you'll see it cycle back around. So I, I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah, I agree. And I I just recently read an article. Um, it was an a industry article about how they're just scratching their head over the comeback of vinyl. Vinyl outsold yeah. almost any other physical form of um, of music last year, and they just can't they can't figure it out. And I I think it's you know, for me, it's because vinyl just has a great sound, and yeah. uh, everybody's gone back to you know, especially now with all the releases of the of the 180 uh, type vinyls, where it's just like deep grooves and great sound. It, it's so much warmer and fuller than a CD, which sometimes comes off as kind of shiny and compressed. So yeah, it's it's the it's the only physical product I'll buy. I mean, I don't buy CDs. And uh, and I do have a record player, and I have a lot of my old vinyl from when I was a kid, and and I buy new artists and new releases on vinyl, and I so I think you know I'm not alone in that. It just it sounds good. The other thing that's a great benefit to it is the process of sitting down, flipping a record, yeah. and mm-hmm. and and you have to give you, you got to give the music your attention uh, in a way that listening to digital music, a lot of people don't, they just have it in their earbuds, they're walking, they're doing other things. Right. When you listen to a record, you sit down and listen to a record, which I think is, uh, hopefully, hopefully that's coming back. Please. I think that's a, important to music. 
Yeah, it's a lot more interactive. That's that's how I, I see it. Well, tell yeah. us. Uh, so you have the EP out, and um, tell us what what's going on in the future. What, what do you guys have coming up for Brent Omaker and the Rodeo? What what can we look forward well, to? Well, um, here here's something that uh, the official announcement's not out yet for the show, but um, we I've, I've got my fiftieth birthday coming up, Uh-oh. and so we're so we're gonna have a. Uh, Brent Omaker 50th birthday gala show at the Triple Door in Seattle. Nice. And uh, it's going to be a big party. We're going to, uh, uh, I can't announce uh, the full lineup yet, but uh, the rodeo will be playing, and then there will be a DJ party uh, for my birthday party upstairs above the venue after the show. So the show, you'll have to have tickets to go to that, but the birthday party's open to the public, and it's going to be just wow. a blowout. Nice. So, is, there, is there a date uh, on that? Yeah, it's, it's uh, April 25th. Tickets are not available yet. There will be an announcement in the next week or two. And uh, and I suspect it's not a really huge room, triple door, compared to like Numos and some of the other places we play. So I predict uh, tickets will go pretty fast because just my friends that are going to want to be there for my 50th <laughs> birthday party, it'll... It'll it'll fill it up. Oh, it'll it will sell out fast. And and like I said, yeah. if you have not uh, been able to ever get to a Brent Amaker in the rodeo show, you have to. It's on. It's got to be on your bucket list. Uh, especially the big, the big blowout shows that that you do are just phenomenal. Uh, I've seen you eat steak or been fed steak on stage. <laughs> I've seen you get a shave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, for your so, 50th birthday, what are we, we going to bake a cake or what's going to happen? Have you figured it out? I don't, I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be something special. The great a strip thing tease? Is I, got my, I got my team together. <laughs> well, you know, not, not for me. But <laughs> certainly, certainly could be nudity at any rodeo show. Sure. You never know. Uh, Have you, uh, there, I wanted to ask you, because uh, several times I've seen you pull out the, uh, the old bull whip. Have you ever, yeah. uh, you ever accidentally nailed somebody, one of the bandmates or anybody, yourself? Yeah, I, 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 tagged, I tagged Jacques once. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was, it's funny because he's the one who's been the most, paranoid about it from the get-go he's like you're gonna hit somebody with that you know he flinches every time i get it out sure enough he was the one that i hit and, uh, uh, I, just, I, just, I just got his arm he was okay but i guess it hurt a little bit <laughs> to bowl with. that'll leave a mark all yeah. right. Well, uh, hey, everybody, go check it out. It's uh, Country Sky is the name of the EP, and it's fabulous. And uh, we've been playing songs off of it. And Brent Omaker, always gracious to come on the show with us. We're big fans of his. You should be, too. Go download it. It's on iTunes. Check out his website, brentomaker.com. You can also click the link off of our webpage. It'll take you right over to it. Uh, phenomenal job, Brent. Always a big fan of your music and the things you do. We're looking forward to the big birthday bash, April 25th. Everybody keep an eye out. Tickets will go quick. You'll want to get in on that. Uh, Brent, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Here we go. This is Top of the Food Chain, Brent Omaker and the Rodeo. We'll be back here on The Zone.
with their bright orange hats and the buzz that comes from a fresh kill. The ladies are fine and the men are hungry for flush. Top of the food chain, I don't need to
All right, everybody, that's a rocking tune right there from the group Death Point off of their album Sinister. It's titled Between the Lines. And speaking of lines, on the line with us all the way from Hamilton, Ontario, way up north, is uh, Tiny. He's the bass player for Death Point. Tiny, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me. It's good to have you on uh, up there in Canada. And uh, you guys have a just a killer hardcore sound uh, with the band Death Point. I know you're a new member to the band, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, the history of the band, how they came together, and how you joined? Well, I know, um, basically what I know is uh, the, their old bass player, Brad, and a bunch of his friends got together and uh, started the band way back when, when he was young. Uh, they threw a few albums together, had some fun, and uh, I know... Uh, they had their their singer drop out uh, back before this uh, before Sinister came out, and uh, they had Tom from they had asked Tom from Odium to do the album, and uh, he ended up doing the album and wanted to tour it, so he ended up joining the band because Death Point had lost their singer, and then flash forward until I'm gonna say January maybe they had uh, three out of the five members ended up uh, well. Two ended up quitting, and Brad ended up having uh, medical issues, so we had to uh, had to replace all of them. Wow! So it's been a band in transition for a little while, at least. Yep. At and least uh, at least the last month. Yeah. What uh, what what keeps it going? I mean, a lot of times, you know, when you get a lot of transition like that in bands, they just tend to say well maybe it's that's the you know that's the sign to call it quits but it seems like you guys are pressing on well a lot of it's the belief in the band i mean you you've heard the sound we all believe in where it can go and at the same time you think about all the hard work that's gone into it and why waste it yeah, I've um, actually watched the video for uh, Between the Lines, which is the uh, scary, creepy, the <laughs> <laughs> which is the song the song we just played. Uh, I, were you a part of that video at all, or because you're you're new in the band, you probably weren't? No, I'm not a part of that video. That was uh, just before. But does it scare just you before. too? <laughs> it, actually, it actually makes me giggle. <laughs> 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 I mean, especially because I know all the guys. Right, right. right. So it's just, sure. Uh, I watched that. I'm just like, uh, but apparently, it was, apparently, it was really creepy to shoot. Uh, Seems like it because it does have a definite creep factor. If uh, if you want to check it out, uh, you can go to uh, to YouTube and just type in between the lines, death point. It will come up. Uh, we'll maybe post it on our Facebook page uh, for those of you who visit us over there. Um, tell us a little bit about, you, you talked about the belief in the music, and you guys have uh, a, just a very unique, uh, it's a heavy sound, but it's a very melodic sound, and it seems like you guys, uh, unlike a lot of harder bands that we've we talked to or have on, pay attention a lot to lyrics and lyrical content. Uh, what, what's the philosophy uh, in the band regarding the music? Well, I mean, realistically, about having the music is just, you know, have some fun and create something that we want to listen to. I mean, uh, you look at a lot of the metal scene out there nowadays, and it's, everything's breakdowns. And personally, I think they're overdone. So, I mean, like, you basically want to write something that you want to enjoy playing as well as listening to, something that you'll listen to even, like, you know, 
you you want to listen to your own music because you like it. Because I don't know how many bands I've seen make their music but don't want to hear it. <laughs> you do hear that a lot, right? I, it's true. You yeah. hear you hear bands interviewed and you ask and and people ask them you know about their music and a lot of them say, well, we don't even really listen to you know the style of music they're playing, much less their own tunes. And I, I've always been curious about that why why that is i don't know if they get just get tired of their own music because they play it all the time uh they want to hear something different it also depends on how long that they've been touring an album right i mean you've been playing the same 10 songs for five years kind of gets kind of wears on you yeah yeah there's definitely (laughs) yeah there's definitely that but then you've got that aspect too where then you then you quit playing it for a while and maybe you've taken two or three years and you haven't heard it you go back and play it and you're like wow that we rock (laughs) you know yeah, no. I've, well, I've done that with uh, with old pre-production stuff. As I've gone back to it, that I've I've thrown it away, but I've kept it. Right. I go back to it, I'm like, why did I throw that away? That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us about tell us about you, Tiny. He's the you're the bass player for Death Point. But what what were you yep. doing uh, before about three weeks ago when you joined the band? Well, I'm currently also in another band from uh, for up in up in Ontario called the Sin for a Prayer, and uh, we were. Uh, I was working with them, getting uh, bringing myself up quite big into the Hamilton local music scene, and then got the phone call from uh, Tom and Brad asking for well, asking to fill in, and it was uh, more than an honor to fill in. And then I guess um, I don't really know the full story what happened with Brad, but ended up that uh, he couldn't do it anymore, so they offered me the position full time. Wow, look at you. Uh, so are you, you're still in the other band? You're doing double duty then, huh? Trying to. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Time commitment and everything. We're talking with Tiny. Uh, He's uh, the bass player for the band Death Point. They have an album out. It's called Sinister. Let's go to another track. This is For Your Eyes Only. We'll be back right here on The Zone.
That's for your eyes only by Death Point on the line from Hamilton, Ontario is Tiny. He's the bass player for the band. Uh, so Tiny, I understand you guys maybe uh, have another video in your future. What, what, tell us about that and is, are you going to continue with the, uh, with the kind of creep factor theme or are we going in a different <laughs> direction? Well, I mean, we're talking about a uh, video for the song uh, Sinister, which is the, uh, the title track. Sounds creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> will will we continue with the creep factor? Um, it all depends on the artistic process. I mean, it could it could go either way. I mean, for sure, it, it, it all yeah, it, it depends on what we want to portray at the time. Right. Uh, now, tell us about or take us to uh, one of your shows. Uh, what what's it like when you guys hit the stage? Uh, are you <laughs> theatrical? Or are you guys just more full of energy and putting it out there? What what does a crowd see, or what 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 would we ex expect to see if we come to a, a Death Point show? Well, I mean, first off, you'll see um, you'll see us having fun on stage. That's the first part. Um, we're not really theatrical. We just come and we uh, we push as hard as we can. We put on the best performance that we can, and we like to throw out a great energy into the crowd 
because I want to see you guys move as much as I want to move. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want you guys to leave having a great time and say, yeah, you know, I want to go buy that CD or I want to go buy a shirt. And, you know, you can always expect to see one of us on the floor by the merch table. Come talk to us. Have a good time. Yeah, you guys have killer shirts, no doubt about it. I, I think I might have to order one of those. I really like the one with uh, was it the four aces on there with the creepy face looking. Yep. <laughs> That's a pretty cool. Who does? Who's your designer? Who's doing uh, the designs for like your show posters and your uh, t-shirts and stuff? Um, actually, to be completely honest, at that point, I'm not sure. <laughs> You're too new on that well, one. The, the, well, no, the, the show posters, <clears throat> from what I've seen lately, has been the promoters. Uh-huh. Um, and the T-shirts, I'm still too new to really know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what um, what is the Hamilton, Ontario uh, music scene like for you guys? Uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're here in the Northwest, and we have uh, people listening all over the U.S. They have their own little pockets of uh, music scenes. We're always curious, what, 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 what is it like there for you guys? What, what are the... Do the people come out and support the scene, or is is it tough gathering an audience? What what's been your experience? Um, when when I first started into it a couple of years ago, the scene was pretty dead. But uh, within a couple of years, there's been a couple new promoters come on and helping out as well as I've been doing my best to help out as well with the scene. And it's really come back to what the scene used to be, whereas then bands help each other instead of just looking out for themselves. Um, as in for a crowd, you can for a for a good show you can like you can expect maybe two three hundred people at a show. Well, that's pretty yeah, good. Like, yeah. yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, oh yeah, like we, we we've had times where we sell out the uh, the venues, and it's one of the biggest venues that we can get. So what uh, is it better crowd wise in the summer or the winter there? I know weather probably can be an issue up there. Not really, you know, a little bit of snow. It's Canada. It happens. You deal with it. <laughs> Get your cross-country skis out and your snowshoes and head on down. <laughs> oh, yeah, regular shoes. I mean, it was like a couple weeks ago, we got like a foot and a half, two feet overnight or something like that. Wow. Wow. See, that would par- uh, that would paralyze us. I know our friends over on the East Coast, uh, <laughs> they, they get hammered pretty good and they, they laugh at us, but... Well, uh, um, I've been to uh, been to Hamilton. I've also been uh, over in Eastern Canada, and you're right, man. You guys get uh, it's nothing to get a foot or whatever of snow. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing too. Like we're we're also looking at going on tour out east, but um, <clears throat> like in the spring. But uh, I do believe we're going to wait for it to warm up slightly because touring in the winter is not that much fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, wh- and where would uh, where would a tour for you guys uh, take you? Where would you guys be going? Um, I know what, what I know for now is we're going into Quebec and possibly um, out into the Maritimes. Uh, nothing's fully confirmed just yet. But um, that's what we're that's what we're hoping to do. I would be very curious about the metal crowd in the Maritimes. Um, the, it's I, actually it's actually surprisingly a decent scene out there. Is it really? Because I know a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that comes from the Maritimes uh, is uh, very kind of folky and uh, singer songwriter style. So I, I guess there's got to be an element out there that's just itching for something to get them moving. Oh yeah, no, no. There's um, the the. Uh, especially like New Brunswick and all that. There's there's quite a scene out there. 
Nice. Well, if you guys ever come over, if you guys are, do you ever come over to the West Coast, Van, uh, you know, like BC or, uh, um, you know, uh, Calgary, any any of that stuff over this way? Uh, I think, well, I think we might be planning on something maybe for the summer, if not the fall. Out that nice. Way. Nice. I'm well, not 100%. Like I said, there's nothing fully confirmed just yet. So. Sure. <laughs> and he's the new guy. <laughs> yeah, it's all about money in the bank is what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, if you guys if you guys head out our way, this over here in, on the West Coast, uh, let us know because uh, we'd be glad to help promote the show and hopefully make a trek up there to see you. I know Vancouver has a, a great sort of metal scene going up there as well. But, yeah, um, I, got a, I got a few friends out in the Vancouver metal scene. Nice. Very good. Well, hey, Tiny, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Uh, good luck. The band is Death Point. Check them out. They're on Facebook.com slash deathpoint.metal. Um, you can also check out their uh, Reverb page, uh, Bandcamp page. They're all over. We'll have links on our, uh, on our Facebook and our website. Uh, good luck in the future, Tiny. It sounds like uh, sounds like you guys have uh, have some some good plans going on and uh, 2014. Hopefully, is successful for you. Any uh, any plans on some new music? Or are you guys just writing with uh, the album Sinister right now? Um, well, we're talking about writing right now. We got some pre-production on, in the in the works, but um, like I said, we got three out of five members being changed now. So we're gonna have to sit down and keep the chemistry going and, and and who knows it might be uh might mold a little bit a little differently but still sure. keep the death point sound very good very good well here we go this is another song off of the album sinister the band death point it is lost haven we'll be back here on the zone
Death Point right there. Hard Rockers out of uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Want to thank them for coming on the big show with us. Um, <clears throat> so we're here, you know, we're here in the Northwest, and it's been actually kind of a mild winter. You know, no, I mean, we had mild. we had a little yeah. bit of snow, but yeah. nothing like okay. You, Ralph, our friend Ralph over there at Chestnut Radio, put up a picture on Facebook out the back of like some French doors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just <laughs> like snow everywhere, you know, and I think he said some of it had slid off his roof and piled up there, right. but, but you could see so, beyond yep, it. Yeah. So you kind of feel, you know, like for the people on the East coast, they've just been hammered. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, we've had kind of a mild winter, but I'm grateful. Ooh, uh, it too. is, it is nice, uh, for the music scene because uh, a lot of, whereas a lot of times during the winter bands, everybody hibernates and goes kind of you know, on the lowdown because it's tough to right. get places when yep. it's freezing and everything's cold and stuff. But um, things have been happening and uh, a lot of cool shows coming up. And the next hour, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about some of the big shows, I, some of the highlight shows that I think you need to pay attention to. But um, it's kind of nice to see like uh, coming up in Seattle and the Tacoma area and I assume around the around the nation a lot of the bigger bands have now come out of hibernation and starting to tour around. Mm-hmm. One of those bands is really cool. I, I remember in 1983, I was at the Us Festival, which is down in L.A. It was uh, three, I think it was a three-day festival. I only went to day one. One of the bands on the bill was the English Beat. I don't know if you guys are familiar. The English Sounds Beat. familiar. Uh, kind of uh, forerunners of ska punk. Okay. Um, toured a lot with the clash and the police and stuff like that anyway they're coming into town and we were going to have them on the program but uh due to some conflicts that's not going to happen but they gave uh myself a a pass to go to the show so we'll be reviewing the english beat that'll be a lot of fun hopefully get some sounds on the task cam and bring them back um brian ferry from roxy music fame coming to town that's a big nice that's a big deal Chris Robinson and the Brotherhood coming through. A lot of lot of things are, are happening. But even but on the lo- local level, things are happening too. And I know, Susan, you went to a show over the weekend. What did you see? I went over to O'Malley's and saw Torre, um, one of my newer favorite bands. And uh, yeah, they were there for the evening and they sounded great. Um, it was a great night. And Voxy, I know uh, you've been busy with your work, mm-hmm. but uh, you're also a singer in a band, and you guys yes. have yeah, have a big gig coming up. Yeah, yeah, March 1st at the Central Saloon in Seattle, Double Annihilation, and Brad Yeager and the Night Terrors, and the Dark Blue. Very nice. Are you excited about that? Of course. I love him <laughs> on stage. <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna give uh, just a little... Um, Little heads up out there about a couple of documentaries I saw over uh, the weekend that I highly recommend, and one of them is a little more specific to our area, but I think everybody will enjoy it. It's titled Weedle's Groove. Uh, it's W H E E D L E apostrophe Weedle's Groove. I don't know why it's called Weedle's. Um, I never quite got that in the movie, <laughs> but no one called Weedles or could have been. I don't know. Maybe I missed that part. Name? I, I yeah. don't know. Could have been, but it, it's about the um, the Seattle sort of uh, music scene back in like the the seventies, and a lot of us and and the worldwide looks at Seattle and thinks. Heart and then Hendrix and stuff like that, and then there's this Nirvana. gap. Yeah. Well, there's this big yeah, gap. Yeah. And then it was Queensryche, right? And then the, the grunge hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Well, Seattle was like a jazz, funk, R&B mecca at the time, but it was very underground. And I mean, the, the nation, like the musicians around the nation, the big bands all knew about this scene in Seattle. It just wasn't getting played and nobody ever broke, as they say, out of here, like on radio right. and stuff. It's a fascinating look back. I mean, you have like Quincy Jones came out of that scene, Kenny G, uh, Kenny Wu, uh, several big acts uh, or big names that went on to play with other acts came out of this, uh, this scene. These guys were all like high school, early college guys who started these bands and um, they document going through like the Central District and down into like the Rainier Valley where there were, I guess there were clubs on practically every corner. Wow. And uh, so I highly recommend it. Check it out. It's it's um, right now. I know for a fact it's on. If you get Crackle, um, it is on that <clears throat> that channel or that website or whatever. How app app whatever it is. I get it on my PS3 player, but well, I don't know where people get it. It's um it's an app on my smartphone. I have it on my uh, on my smart TV. It's Great. an app. Yeah. If you have it, go in. It's called Weedle's Groove. I highly recommend it. Now the other one is uh is one that it's much more universal it's a story that is just it's, it's beautiful it's um it will touch you it's about a band Ooh, I'm listening <laughs> it's about a band called death <laughs> it's beautiful sounds very it's touching. i know it sounds so odd <laughs> it's about this band called death uh from detroit back in the the early 70s who laid down what is now i mean this is like pre ramones pre clash and stuff and this was during the motown days and these guys were uh creating basically punk rock music back in the day and couldn't get an audience couldn't get heard and now here we are uh, and they've become kind of a sensation and a big thing so i, I highly recommend it's those fascinating yeah i highly recommend those two uh rockumentaries or documentaries get out there check them out you'll thank me you'll enjoy them and thank um, you big d you're certainly welcome that's why i'm here <laughs> <laughs> all right now that's bring it me popcorn hour number one we'll be back hour number two we're talking with anti-hero and uh you want to stick around for that that's Tacoma's latest uh rock and roll group i'm big d i'm boxy susan and the ladies see you in a minute